Hey y'all, Frog here, just giving a quick announcement. Um, the same audio issues that happened in the last episode also happened in this one. It was done in the same recording. Uh, on top of that, right towards the end, we lost all audio. Uh, I was able to kind of edit out or edit the sections that I could to try to keep everything flowing. Uh, but at the very least, the spot that it cut out at completely is a good spot to kind of finish the episode. You'll just be hearing the tail end of our end credits. Um, so do bear that in mind. I apologize. It's just with, um, you know, COVID, everyone's going through Discord. So Discord servers are just overloaded sometimes. And the the night that we were recording just happened to be one of those nights. But yep, here we go. On with the episode. This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dicebenders. So where am I taking you? You had to go to Air Temple Island, right, Kevin? Yes, to deliver the letter. You may need to speak to the general then. You guys see or hear the familiar panting that you had grown to know oh so well on your first adventures into the wait, sky. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, get him, Iro. Hi, Iro. Hey, guys. How are you? Why'd you leave us? <sighs> Yank, my boy. Is that, is, that's really you, isn't it? Where's my mother? Where's my mother? I, I think with that question, Milo maybe looks down a little bit and says, <clears throat> I'm not sure exactly. I know she's away. Away where? Seeking the Avatar. I know not where. Always the Avatar with the, with the family, isn't it? He slowly nods and kind of just mutters, I suppose it kind of is. That's why you weren't willing to take care of your family? <sighs> now Milo glances off. <laughs> he strokes his beard a little bit. Um, he sighs. into the cat dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he whispers, take me now, cat dog. I I'm no good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, real quick, Jaeger and Taro, I mean, Kevin, you are kind of already aware of this. Jaeger and Taro, what are you guys, what are you taking out of this right now? I'm just like, I don't even know what to think right now. I don't even know who this guy is. Is, is it actually General Milo? I don't know. Who's Milo? Jaeger can definitely taste the Taro, you would air. know already. <laughs> You guys would know uh, passive history could give you this answer. Milo was one of Tenzin's kids, which means that he is related to Aang. Uh, Milo, well, I mean, yeah, straight up. He's just like one of Aang's kids. He is one of the few uh, blood-borne airbenders. Wait, Milo as in like fartbender Milo? Fartbender yes. Milo. This is the <laughs> fartbender Milo. 60 years old. Oh no. Great. I've been I love that this is my Perfect. 
Yeah, I, I... <laughs> also uh this is your uh, behind, behind the scenes. Mind you, behind they're the trying scenes. to wrap their minds around the fact that they're talking about to Milo, but they still can't wrap up yeah, their I... the comparison to me yet. I'll let I uh behind the scenes uh, I did there is a uh a basic technique added in the airbender uh class called fart bending where someone has to roll to maintain their constitution. I did give it to him. Uh just because because Milo was the OG fart bender. Um, while you were studying the blade. But yeah. <laughs> he was fine. I was he studying was my digestive tract. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the silent killer. All full of hot gas. Like, oh, this is quality podcast know. material, guys. Yeah, for the three of y'all, this is a little bit like weird. Uh, you guys basically, Milo's kind of like uh, a celebrity in the sense that you know, his family bloodline and all of this stuff, the things that he does for Republic City. Uh, clearly he is a, a well-done man with uh, being a general of the entire air defense. Uh, so he's definitely in the up and up in terms of not just the city because of his family, but he's also a very strong airbender being what he is. You know, this is, he is a, a really important character for uh, Republic City and part and history even especially due to his family. But one plus one equals two. Milo is related to Yang. Milo is also related to the Avatar Aang. You can kind of put two and two together. Whoa. No. I already, I already <laughs> faded once. I ain't fading again. Guys, Quick maths. this is crazy. Whoa. <laughs> is Tara whispering this to us? <laughs> Yes, this is me whispering. Hi. You guys just realized that. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep in mind, Kevin was the only one that knew. That's true. I was just going to say, Kevin is the only one who had it revealed to him, like on yeah. the island. Gosh, Kevin, why don't you share? Share the knowledge. Share the wealth. It wasn't my teeth to spill. All right. Meanwhile, the deep conversation between Yang and and Milo. I'm going to cue the the, the music again. Okay, I'll wait for it. Break out the violin. <laughs> you'll be waiting. No, you'll okay. be waiting. <laughs> Yang's like smelling pot. Meanwhile, the rain is falling down. Yang is smelling popcorn coming from his teammate. I'm gonna get my violin. Yeah. I can pull it out. <laughs> They're both staring <laughs> pensively into the distance, both opposite directions. Yep. Rain is pouring and the wind is lightly blowing. And the three of you are standing in broad daylight. Uh, <laughs> Iroh is licking the back of Jaeger's. Well, he's moved on to Kevin's head now. Uh, but, like, it's crystal clear sky. So this is, like, super odd. This is one of those Colorado things where it's, like, pouring down rain on your left and then, like, perfectly fine on your right. But anyway, enough with the jokes. Let's continue. Cool. Um... Yang, do you want to follow up with that awkward silence, or do you want me to? I'll let you follow it up. Yeah, all right. 
So after the uh, <laughs> pensive stare and the shroking of the old man beard, Milo will return his gaze to Yang, take another small step forward, and say, I can tell you're troubled. If you need me, Yang, I'm here. Whatever you need. Uh, I have some really great tea in my office that will help soothe me when I'm feeling stressed. Just, where's my mother? I'm afraid I don't have the answer to that. When was the last time you spoke to her? She sent me away. When the family sent me away. He nods. Folds his hand behind you his back. You all betrayed me. <laughs> when everybody betrayed me? <laughs> Great. No, when you all betrayed me. Mila looks down. Perhaps a... Um, uh, uh, wrestling with something. And... Um, uh, Aang's journal at him. I read a little bit of that. It's funny how he can talk about family, but you can talk about family. They expect me to carry this weight. What you do with your life, Yang, Milo looks up, is, as far as I'm concerned, entirely up to you. I think it prudence that we maybe do have that sit down for tea. And snacks. I do have some delightful snacks. There's cookies and pastries and a cake. <laughs> Iroh immediately looks up from Kevin, the back of Kevin's head and goes, <laughs> and you said cake and tea. <laughs> uh, I think Milo look, looks over his shoulder and gives a soft smile at that. And then, um, <laughs> and then looks back at Yang and probably tries to uh, swing the conversation in a slightly different direction for the time being. I don't know how successful he'll be, but he'll just, just kind of just take care of the White Lotus. Are these your friends, Yang? I walk away. Oh, Milo totally does that thing where he steps forward and reaches out an arm, but doesn't keep going. <laughs> because he's not sure if it's the right thing and it's super sad <laughs> uh, and the guy that brought you out can't get far by walking we're on an island hope you can swim yeah. the, the guy that uh, brought you out here in the first place is just like standing there awkwardly watched this entire thing uh, including <laughs> Iroh licking the back of two people's heads and goes, um, General, do you think we should bring them in to have some tea? Do you want me to get some tea made? The idea is already in my head. Yes, please. I hunger. He, he just, <laughs> uh, he salutes and goes, yes, sir. What would you like to eat, sir? Uh, I know I said pastries, but I could really fancy myself some of those delightful little sandwiches to go along with tea. Yes, sir, I will whiff you up some sliders. And he runs off. Uh, that boy gets me. And um, <laughs> Milo, I think, watches Yang watch, uh, walk off a little bit before like pulling in a deep breath and, I guess, reserving himself not to following up on that for the time being because he has three other guests 
<laughs> so he'll um, turn in place and uh, address the others. Hey, how you um, doing today? <laughs> I'll admit, I've been better. <sighs> but something brought a lot of you here. Come, pray tell, what is it? Oh, I have a letter from Mr. Doe, and I want to give it to you, uh, General. His eyes narrow just a little bit, and he says, um, it's not some sort of trap, is it? I'll have you know, I'm very keen about traps. You'll never catch me off guard. Uh, no, it's just a letter from Master Go, from the White Lotus. Hmm. Well, he'll take another breath and uh, go to grab the letter. Okay. Uh, and as you're reaching for it, Milo, you immediately recognize the name Go. Uh, you know that that is Master Go, uh, who has been with the uh, Southern Air Temple, uh, the Western Air Temple, even in the Northern Air Temple. She's kind of been all over the place. Uh, kind of just being... she She's the best airbender that you know currently that is alive. Like, she even... Mm-hmm. Ma- she even matches and or beats your family's skills in terms of just the spiritual energy that she has. It matches Janora's. The uh, her airbending battle style is a lot like how yours is. You know, she's just it, she has so much. Like you, you give her a lot of respect for her as an airbender, uh, as a human, and as an airbender. Um, so to hear the name go, you know, it is the utmost importance because she would not ask anything of anyone unless it's absolutely necessary in the first place. She's also very, like, mysterious. Um, but being an airbender, you're not, uh... You're very aware of mis- of mystery. Like, it doesn't really egg on you too much. But you go and you reach for the letter. Uh, you look at it, it's got the, uh, the White Lotus emblem... Uh, stamped into it to ensure that whoever was supposed to open it opens it. Uh, You go to open it and you see you start reading this letter and it's basically, it's Go saying that uh, they believe that, or she believes that they would have more use of Valhalla-ru with the uh, White Lotus. Uh, she also brings a point in saying that she is aware of his skills and his abilities. And at the very end, she mentions uh, the name Ishmael uh, said that we would need him. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he uh, kind of makes a show of reading the letter a little bit. Like he makes audible, mm-hmm, I see, yes, as he <laughs> reads quietly the letter. Um and d- does it say to like uh, give these <laughs> these three individuals uh, pass over the spirit to them to guide back or is it just like hey we're thinking of doing this it's at the very end uh, the mention of Ishmael being the person that or the spirit that directed her to the southern air temple to get 
uh, Valhalaru, it's you already are aware with that. It's clear that she needs Valhalaru and that it, he will be brought back with the White Lotus. I see. He folds the piece of paper, um, tucks it away into a pocket, and uh, looks at his uh, three new arrivals and says, then let's discuss this letter over lunch, shall we? And he'll march past them, just expecting them to follow. I'm following and checking my hair because of Ira uh, licked it up. You, <laughs> like, uh, I am not. I am a water filler, not a not a drool <laughs> Cut back to when Kevin tried to uh, saliva bend. <laughs> Did we do it? <laughs> uh, let me roll a arcana check. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Why not? Okay. All right. That is a eleven plus one, twelve. Uh, you're you did a little better than you did the first time you tried to saliva bend, but uh, it's still. If anything, it just made it stick to your hair more, which is the opposite of what you wanted. Yeah, nothing like a good uh, bath. A good bath to get this out. I mean, we're on an island. Jaeger says as he <laughs> is literally trenched is from head to toe and drool. By water. And, um, it's a nice look, honestly. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Taro like, let us follow General. Um, so you guys follow? We need towels. Yeah, I we need towels. Follow him and I pretend to march. <laughs> I'm just walking. Trying to get as much draw off of me. <laughs> okay. I about face forward march. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you start walking. Uh, one of the guys that comes up to you, Milo, is like, sir, you, it's it's nearing dinner time. You said lunch. You want them to wait a, a day or should we prep lunch food? We can eat lunch for dinner. <laughs> uh, Are you mad? <laughs> What Perhaps. a concept. <laughs> oh my god. I would have I understand pizza for breakfast, but lunch for lunch dinner. For dinner. <laughs> is drawn there. Wars have been fought for less. <laughs> People have died for Republic City. So that you could have your lunch for dinner. Alright. You guys Sure some fat. What was that? Yeah, what was time has it spent on this island? Oh, well, doing the whole thing? Oh god. Um How much time have been spent? Yeah, it's been about maybe fifteen minutes. Most of it was just pensive staring into the distance. <laughs> um but it hasn't been forever. Yeah, cause we promised Master uh Master Bada to be back within two hours. Well, she did give you the card with the number yes, to the her, hotel, like, this is so. up. As long as we don't die and get back, like, I think it's fine. Okay. <laughs> but you guys head oh, inside. Where are Gang. Gang, what are you doing? Just finding somewhere to sit. Okay, you find um, you find the dock 
uh, where the ship that your three uh, mates came by uh, came on and you're just kind of sitting there looking down into the river and you can look up and even see uh, Aang's statue um, you know in its glorified state uh, the solid metal and the staff out uh, facing away from the city as though he is protecting it as they are there and god y'all are all about these gifts okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Strips in this world. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. So some time passes. They make all these sliders. Most of them vegetarian, but there are still a few ones that are meat. Uh, you guys are all sitting inside Air Temple Island, and despite how there's the the air defense building that's nearby, that's kind of built off of the. Um, it's kind of built off of this island. Air Temple Island is still just as Air Temple-y as it was in, during Korra's time. There has been little to no changes in here, just minus uh, the accolades that used to kind of rummage uh, their way question. through here. So. You said Aang's um, statue is close by? Well, I am going to go have some fun. With Aang's statue. Are you going to uh, take him on Iroh? Uh, Iroh's busy hanging out with you guys. I couldn't take him away from you guys. He's loving up on you guys. Are you going to get... Uh, can I interject yeah. for a quick second, just in case it's relevant? Um, because I, I think... I don't think Neil is just going to ignore the fact that Yang's here. Like, he wants to give him distance. You know, it's emotionally confusing for... I, at least Milo, but I do think he wants to like send someone to bring Yang dinner, lunch, okay. <laughs> and tea and stuff. Liner, you know, just yeah, yeah, Liner, you know, and, and make sure that he knows that like the door is open. He's here on the island. He can certainly be here with Milo if he so chooses. But here's some okay. food, if not. Okay, yeah. Is that plate of food? Um, I throw it upon. I'm making that Yang statue. <laughs> <laughs> so yang real quick though if iroh's coming with the rest of them how are you you getting to the island i thought i was on the island no you're trying to go to ang's statue which is a separate island mm -hmm. oh well then yes iroh's with me I would have gone back to get Iro, and I would have you said, let's swimming, go, realizing... we have something to do, and I would have gone. You start swimming halfway through, realize it would be easier with Iro, swim all the way back. <laughs> Just as Iro's about to take a sip of his first tea in months, you pull him away and just fly him over to Aang's statue. Poor Iro. He hasn't had a single <laughs> sip of tea in 18, 19 episodes. Uh, you, uh, Milo, you sent out somebody to go tell Yang about the food, and as Yang is about to take off on Iroh, the guy comes up and he goes, Excuse me, sir, um, Yang. Yes. Uh, hoping that you would be there for dinner. Yep, yep. Alright, animal handling with advantage. Even when Iroh is upset, he took away from his chain. Okay, fine. Give him not with advantage, just a straight roll. 
Oh, well, straight roll would have been a 19. So. Okay. I roll in the in the I roll in the most upsetting flight you've ever seen come out of him. The the weakest tail flap of his life. And you barely push off the ground as he just goes as he takes off, going literally like a half mile an hour. I let out a sigh. But uh, you guys are to do something stupid, buddy. You guys are sitting inside the air temple uh, you guys see the table is set low everyone sits on the ground it's still very old-fashioned you still get that very old-fashioned airbender vibe being in here uh, the windows are wide open to allow passage to see uh, Republic City and all this however one thing you notice that was in the city that's also apparent here is that there are blinders on the side of the building that would be facing uh, the spirit portal to allow, you know, to block off the light that's coming in. But you guys look at the table and you guys see all this types of food. Uh, this is a very big liner. Uh, you guys do see, uh, what'd you say, pizza? Pizza's there, I guess, sure. Uh, the sliders that the guy said that I meant as a joke, but sure. But generally, you also see airbender food, very vegetarian-like stuff, all grouped up into one side. You know, they definitely prepared a nice meal for all four of you. And as you guys are sitting down, Kevin, even you recognize a couple, like, it looks like Northern Water Tribe food, but it's still Water Tribe food. And Taro, you even recognize a few things. You, you notice that there's a small, like, bowl of rock candy. Uh, and you see, like, there's something that was made that was that would be very common in in where you're from. Uh, Jaeger, you see meat um, wherever you need to see it. You can just reach out and grab some. And Milo is standing or sitting at the end of the table, kind of looking at his three guests, and of course the fourth empty spot uh, where one of the guys, the guy that you sent out to go collect Yang, comes in and leans down to whisper into your ear milo uh sorry he just took off i tried to get him to come but he, he just decided to take off a uh, solemn look crosses his face that he tries to mask by taking a uh, lengthy sip of tea <laughs> and he gives this dude a uh, just an affirmative nod it's, i'm very thirsty <laughs> the thirst it's too real around you it's one of those things. <laughs> just nods and goes alright I'll, I'll stop disturbing you go ahead and enjoy your meal sir um, I, I think Milo does a little bit of an eye roll and says you know we have an extra seat <laughs> if you want it he stares off pensively in the distance. I didn't think I would be invited. And then he just goes, uh, it's okay, sir. I've yes, just make sure to take the seat off to the side with the kid's table. <laughs> off to go to the corner. Yeah, there's a little kitty table over in the corner, and he goes to sit there. He grabs, like, a small plate of, like, 
little vegetables, like a, he has cabbage, of course, because it's Avatar, but he has a cucumber and he just goes sit down. He's like, I can't believe I'm invited as he's staring into the wall facing away from you guys. I'm so happy I'm here. <laughs> Nilo just mutters to himself, that kid's one of my favorites. He's going to go far someday. <laughs> just talking to the wall. <laughs> yeah, he's having a grand old time. That's good. <laughs> good on him. Easy to entertain. That's what I say. <laughs> but is there, uh, speaking is of there hopefully any, easy is to there entertain, anything that you want to talk about? Just, just do it. Just be entertained. Do I'm it. too busy eating all the food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying my tea. A guy comes up to you, Jaeger, and is like, excuse me, sir, I thought you would like this. And he hands you a bottle of Jaeger. Yes. <laughs> kind of nods and walks off. Um, so I, I think during this, uh, the, the mightiest of meals that we're currently having, Milo would, um, after he's done taking his very long sip of tea, address, I'm thinking Kevin, um, just like between bites, looking at Kevin and saying... If you don't mind me asking, what is your last name? It's a good thing you have one now, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> he just re recently had an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this question would be absurd. <laughs> How dare you ask if I have a last name? Oh, Kevin, I hear you have a last name now. I should have waited for you to swallow. I apologize. My last name. He takes another long sip of tea, waiting. <laughs> okay, oh, my name is Kevin the Espera. Uh, ah, yes, that's what I thought. I'm uh, familiar with your father, the um, genius inventor of names, Mike. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, there's a certain ring to the name. Kevin, it's uh, exotic in a way. He muses as he takes another long sip of tea. <laughs> Dad wanted to be unique, and Mom, uh, she said she was too hopped up on the drugs that the hospital gave her. Sure, the <laughs> so hospital. So she's like, her. "You go ahead and name." <laughs> sure. That's what they all say. Milo does a shrug that's like, that makes sense. That plays out. <laughs> he, uh, he says, have, uh, have you seen the old man yet? Have you swung by his place? Not yet. We just arrived today. Um, when you do, please pass him my regards. I haven't seen him in some time. He doesn't invite me to dinner anymore for reasons. I will what reasons? Reasons aren't important. Don't don't worry about the reasons. Enjoy the food that I put in front of you. How about that? He takes another long sip of tea. <laughs> Realizes the tea is empty yeah. and then goes get more. <laughs> takes some else's the same cup. Page. You... I pour Jaeger into his cup. Oh god. <laughs> you now have a glass of Jaegermeister. Oh, this is weird tea. It's not even hot. <laughs> You don't think Once you it. drink it, you'll feel the heat. <laughs> he nods. Um, then I guess he... Uh, uh, unless, Kevin, you have anything else you want to add? I know Go 
Do you know why ghosts are mysterious? Uh, believe me, if I could explain that woman, I'd certainly try to give you an answer, but it's outside of my many capabilities. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know I'm kind of important. Thank you very much. He takes a long sip of Jaeger. <laughs> wow, a long sip of Jaeger. The ties have turned. Oh, are you? Jaeger! <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes, I am. I've done many, many a things. And who are you? He says, addressing Taro. I'm Taro. Pretty sure I had Taro for lunch yesterday. Interesting. The root or the tea? <laughs> the, the root. Or the person. <laughs> like, <laughs> he arches an eyebrow. <laughs> you guys. Okay. What is this conversation? Yeah, guys, this man invited you into his home, made this big litter for you, gave you Jägermeister, and you guys can't even have the courtesy to have a conversation with him? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So how's your day been, been so far, sir? <laughs> well, <clears throat> that stuff goes down hard. Uh, he puts mm -hmm. the agar away. <laughs> my day, my nap was interrupted. And then I remet an old family member that apparently wants nothing to do with me. So I've had better ones. He needs time. Yes, I'm getting that sense. He's had plenty of time. He went off into who knows where for how long? It was about a week. A whole week? That's a vacation. Tell me, are you his friends? Um, I know him. <laughs> Thanks back to the time he sold me out to the cops and pushed <laughs> me on the ground. I have but at least he has Iroh. That's very convincing friendship. <laughs> yes, great. Uh, at least we, I just know that we at least were friends with Iro. <laughs> you know, nods. <laughs> oh, if you don't mind me asking before we talk about the letter, that's the whole reason I brought you here. Uh, I trust that you've at least been in Yang's company for some time. I like to hear more about him, what he's doing these days. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. How long have we actually known Yang at this point? Like, Please be like three days. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like maybe three or four days. Right? <laughs> My grand total of three days. Okay. Well, Milo, Milo, you would remember uh, back when Yang was just a, a wee uh, baby that you spent you know of course with janora living relatively in the um air temple island you have spent a fair amount of time with him in his younger years when he was just a baby and then an mm -hmm. infant uh you kind of i don't want to say you helped to raise him but you you yourself have like connections and memories with him of when he was just a little kid and uh you were there when he first did airbending uh so your emotions to him are very big. Uh, you also remember, you never really, you know, you didn't speak up on it, but, you know, Janora taking the kids 
to the the uh air temples you never really fully agreed with like you understood why she wanted to do it but at the end of the day like it's the kid's decision so yeah it does feel it does feel hard you know seeing this kid that you help you changed his diapers even and to have him turn around on you like he did it's it's rough yeah and i think um that pretty much sums it up he, he's interested in hearing um who this who yang has become since you know the many many years that have passed and yang's not currently talking to him so like what if yang just leaves and they don't have a conversation maybe these three are milo's best bet at figuring out who he currently is um and you guys get that <laughs> sense too you you guys get the sense that milo is asking these questions both out of curiosity and more just like that um that family member thing where you're just kind of asking that person's friends how that person is doing just for the hope that they in one way or another could still be a part of their lives essentially you know the sideline um family chemistry sort of thing if that made any sense well uh ang was let's see he was when he pulled out uh when having read a a a book pretty much a scroll he thought was water uh with an air bending uh teaching scroll to find out oh it was a memoir from avatar a like i say he was really interesting in reading about what uh, what was that reading uh reading all about the book and mid flight. Thank goodness I wrote it was a good it, it's a very good sky bison. Yeah, and the book that Kevin is talking about, uh Milo, Yang threw it over to you and was declaring, Oh, you you know, Ang talk about family in this book like you talk about family. Uh you remember him saying that. So you have that that book that kevin is talking about right now i see then um i mean uh yeah milo's listening like intently like the casual conversation we were having before was obviously casual but now he's like meeting making eye contact and nodding along and he probably um thinks about the book that he you know he has and he he's trying to figure out the best way to move forward in this situation because i don't think he's had to deal with this for some time not directly, anyways. I, I think it was. I wonder if the, the family pressure or stress, being children of the Avatar, or descendants of the Avatar, that that's doing it. I'm playing on my hands and like, I don't know. I think he's just got really strict morals, and like on our first little real world mission, all of those little morals kind of got derailed and so he's whatever finding himself did he find himself i don't know but i mean yeah milo nods and um kind of says aloud mostly for himself i guess but um he, he just kind of says if that's the case he shouldn't that's he won't find the answers alone i don't think i, I think he studies the table once again before um kind of like uh, finishing whatever food he has on his plate rather quickly and then um, 
saying that I will need to think on this, but before I get too wrapped up in that, I do want to talk about the letter you've delivered. The letter uh, claims that the White Lotus is interested in obtaining the spirit Val that is on this island. And I'm to understand that as members of the White Lotus, you can make sure this happens. So, if you don't mind me excusing myself from Linner. Great name. Great name. I'm I'm going to go see if I can find Val because I have some questions I'd like to ask as well. And he looks at everyone again and slowly stands up and will leave. <laughs> I'm looking to follow. Did he say we're coming here to get a ferret? Oh, I can't deal with that. I don't know anything about them. Did the White Lotus just become an SCP? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? On his way out, he pauses by Jaeger because he didn't introduce there's been no introduction between the two he just like steps behind where Jaeger's seated looks over at Jaeger and says um I don't believe I got your name I'm Jaeger oh and then he leaves (laughs) 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 hang on hang on hang on I got I I actually had something for this hang on oh great I do all right I am Jaeger uh of House Osmond, uh, the first of my name, King of the Andals and the First Men, Protector of the Seven Kingdoms, the Father of Dragons, the Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, the Unburr, and the Breaker of Chains. (laughs) Yeah, he left after you said Jaeger. Ain't no one have time for titles like that. (laughs) As you're you're walking away, Jaeger's just like speaking up to try to get you to still listen. Yeah, I know how the point where Yeah, he's like yelling towards the end. And Jaeger, you feel pretty accomplished. You feel like he got all that. For the listeners, that was a Game of Thrones reference. I'm getting drink. I'm just drinking my tea and eating northern water food. All right, do the three of you have anything else to talk about? Yeah, I, I, I I'm like, we're supposed to get a spirit? We don't know. We, I did not know about the spirit. Do we, like, let one of it, one of us be the body? Wait, how does this work? How <laughs> big is the spirit? Us, right? Hopefully we can talk how to the spirit. You don't know. I mean, our last encounter with the spirit was uh, was not good news. The best person for this. Try to roll a religion check. Who? Who? All of, of you. Oh god. <laughs> Twelve. Oh, that's a good one. Eighteen plus dirty twenty. Wow. I got a seven. A very fitting role. I rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know Yang. Yeah, yeah. We're, Yang we're now aware. has two rocks. I am keeping track. Yeah, put that in your inventory. Uh, so Tara, what did you get notes? again? A twelve. 
Uh, okay, so Kevin, you're the only one that uh, that knows that can make this. <laughs> Taro, yeah. Um, you heard the name. He gave it a nickname, Val. Uh, there are a few spirits that have a name like that. There is one spirit called Val uh, that you remember through your books, like reading uh, about spirits and stuff because, you know, knowledge. Uh, but you also know that that is like a 20 foot long, like viper snake spirit. So that's assumedly not the one. There's a few others that you know that you kind of like play in your head trying to figure out which one he's talking about. But then there is one in particular that you can start to think there. There's one called Valahalaru uh, that is a like small medium spirit that looks frog-like and has the ability to uh, tether. Uh, he's kind of like an audio transmitter. Receiver, more specifically. And he tethers. So, back at the ranch, Yang, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm probably gonna just try to find some way to deface Yang, uh, Aang's statue. Okay. So, Chris, what are you doing? Uh, me, right now, I'm playing a tabletop game online. <laughs> Probably mean, what am I doing in-game? Oh, oh. Nice, good. Way to go, Chris. That was hilarious. On a roll. So, <laughs> uh, ah, roll. Yeah, nice. Good. There we go. That's the joke. Yeah. Took quite a build-up. Milo is going to see if he can find um, Val. And the one question I want to ask before I dive too deep in this direction is you've mentioned a couple of times around me that um, the spirit can locate people. He absolutely can. So then it's uh, within the realm of reason to assume that like the spirit could probably help Yang find his mom, right? That is so humble of you. Yes, he absolutely can help. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Then, having confirmed that, Milo has a mission, and he strides through Air Temple Islands looking for this um, little frog spirit. <laughs> I'm assuming he knows roughly how to go about finding it. Him? Yeah, him? yeah. he the usually spirit? likes... Val. He usually likes to sit near the like the top. Like if there was an attic to the Air Temple Island, he likes to be there because he likes just being high up, and he also likes being able to see uh, the spirit portal. Um, so you climb a flight of stairs, uh, maybe airbend a little bit because it's a little faster to just kind of like hop out the window and airbend your way up the stair uh, up the building. Oh yeah, but you right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you know totally. you're an airbender. Remember, guys, remember guys, this is Avatar we're talking about here uh yeah, you're not a, walking yeah screw walking <laughs> airbenders swim it's lame airbenders swim and firebenders <laughs> like to uh go f i don't know anyway i don't know where i was going with that you get they to like the become attic. f16 <laughs> fighter jet <laughs> it, you actually can in a later level um but you get to the attic you step inside and uh it's kind of like m musky uh 
And that's because you already know uh, Valahalaru is a frog-like spirit, so he does like being in water, and he's just got like a tub full of water that probably should be changed, but no one really comes up here to do it. So, shrug. But you come inside, and he's just kind of like hanging out in like a hammock that is uh, hanging inside this this attic-looking place. You can tell that this the attic almost seems like it's not fully been built or developed it definitely doesn't look like the rest of the air temple uh but you still do have that familiarity of air templeness in here it's just like an air temple attic but you head inside and valahalaru is like he opens his eyes a little bit as though he was sleeping but you know he wasn't because spirits don't sleep and he goes hold on let me remember his voice oh Milo, it's been a while. What brings you up here? <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> it's weird. That's the voice I imagined, okay. but it still took me off guard. <laughs> okay. I've got a lot of voices, I guess. Focus. Playing a very serious character in a very serious game. Let's go. So, Emilo. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he walks in and um, he looks at... How big is the spirit? Little, medium, uh, he's a, he's about the size. Like if this were standard D and D, he's a just a little bit taller than a goblin. Okay, okay, yeah. So he's super Milo, jacked, uh, according to Taro. <laughs> then Milo says, "Have you been working out?" Uh, that was <laughs> <rip impact. laughs> and you look over and you see like a bunch of weights inside the the water that he has and he's like exercise huh Milo will uh examine that and take a seat nearby um and he'll say listen I have a bit of a, a problem I guess something's come up that I think I could use your help with in resolving oh okay you probably remember me mentioning it, uh, Yang. Surprise, surprise, Yang showed up here today. Oh. And perhaps fittingly, he wants very little to do with me. Oh. He starts rubbing his chin. And uh, to describe him a little bit more, um, Valahalaru is like goblin-sized. Yeah, we already established that and super jacked according to uh, being an absolute unit or whatever. Um, that's that's a joke. He's not jacked, um, but he's just this bluish-looking frog uh, with orange eyes, black pupils, of course, cat-like sized, kind of like uh, um, or cat eyes sort of deal. And he's got what looks like tribal tattoos all over his body, which is like a green. So his skin is all this bluish. It's a bluish hue, but all of his tattoos are in this greenish. Uh, hue to them. Uh, he's also got what looks like tiny little, I don't want to say they're like um, antennae, but he's got little like knobs on the top of his head that and I like. No, they're not horns. They, they flop, well, they're a little like? floppier than that. They're kind of like whiskers. Yeah, you can see that. He's got like two just over where his eye uh, his eyes are, and then he's got like a couple of them trailing down his, the top of his head in the center down to like the base of his neck. Um, 
and he's just sitting there, like I said, in a hammock. So he's got his legs crossed and he's got his, his hands kind of, he looks very comfortable in this hammock, but his hands kind of like crossed over his uh, chest as well as he's talking to Milo. And he just go, he goes, I'll remember Janora wasn't all that helpful giving him up, but is this about Janora? Milo nods and says, it is, yes, Yang is looking for his mother. And unfortunately, there's very little that I can do to help that. Oh. He starts rubbing his chin. He uh, refused a gracious liner <laughs> and won't have much words or many words with me. It sounds like um, he's got a lot of questions. It seems like he's taking it out on you. Yeah, perhaps. And unfortunately, from where I stand, I'm not sure how much of help I can be. I think he has all rights to be upset, to be angry with this family. There's been several things that I haven't particularly agreed with that have happened, but... I think today maybe I can, with your help, set the right things in motion. Hopefully. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I can help you. And he kind of gives you like this frog-like smirk. And he goes, well, You've done enough for me here. I'm pretty sure I could help you out. Uh, we're trying to find Janora's location. And He nods. I can do that for you, for sure. Could you bring him to me? I can certainly try, one way or the other. I should also mention that the uh, White Lotus has requested your services, friend. Oh, well... And he, he kind of, like, puts his hands on the back of his head and just, like, looks up at the ceiling and is like... Of course they'll do, of course. They're always asking for help for things. Um, but I like it here so much, I don't want to leave. For what it's worth, you'll always have a home here. Your home's going nowhere. Well, that's very sweet of you, and he smiles and he like grabs some, <laughs> like, uh, a, f a fly that's on the wall or something with his tongue and like chews it. And he goes, and you guys have the best flies in town, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I can be convinced to capture some flies around the island and send them your way wherever you end up. Oh, that would be so nice. I love the flies here. So The Republic Nation's air defense puts out an APB on all flies <laughs> in the city. <laughs> Fly. The reward is 10 yuan per fly. <laughs> but he just looks at you and goes, So what What inspired the White Lotus to come and pick me up? Who Who sent the, who sent the centuries? Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll explain he got a letter from Go. Um, and mention... I think he mentioned another spirit in the letter. I did not write that down in my vast notes, unfortunately. But he, re he relays the letter to uh, his good buddy Val here. When when you mention Go's name, he just kind of nods and goes, um, goes. Yes, go. <laughs> go, you said? 
<laughs> um, he just kind of nods and is like, oh, go. Okay, I can, I respect go. But then you mention the other spirit's name, Ishmael, and his eyes go wide and he sits up out of his comfortable position and is just like, Ishmael sent her. Oh my gosh, this must be bigger than I thought. And he kind of looks around. You can tell like just the name alone makes him a little bit uncomfortable. And he just, he looks back at you and is like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, should I go down with you or they come up here? Uh, yes. Why don't you, why don't you come with me and I'll introduce you to uh, Kevin and the other two who I don't remember their names and we can ask them to bring Yang down so that you can talk with Yang and help him before leaving. All right, I can do that. He gets up, uh, hops out of his hammock, uh, and kind of walks with you. But just before leaving, he looks pensively out into uh, the window and is like, I will catch those flies out there and heads down with you. <laughs> can we race down for like old time's sake for funsies? <laughs> or that, absolutely. And he gets down, like he preps himself for a race uh, in a very like, Although he's a frog, he's he's in the position like a, a racer does in our world with the <laughs> one foot in the far back and is like, okay, let's go. One, two, and then just starts climbing the wall to try to race down <laughs> instead of dealing with the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I'll fly. Or airbend. I shouldn't say fly, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you just like form an air scooter and just fly down the stairs. Yeah. It takes him like 20 minutes to say, like, and he finally comes... <laughs> Comes down and is like, <sighs> hops off of the wall and is like, How did you, you always beat me? How do you always get me to do this? I know you're gonna win. He just laughs. <laughs> Man, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna miss this. I'm gonna miss you. Well, like and, you uh, said, the island's not going anywhere. As far as you know, and he winks before walking off. Milo laughs at that, but then at the tail end of the laughter, it's like, huh, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, we, we can so go you... meet up with the others. All right. So you guys head inside immediately by doing so. You get met with um, one of the people that work in the air defense. And he goes, General, General, someone's defacing Aang's statue. Is it funny, at least? You guys all look out the window. Um, I don't know, sir. It's kind of hard to see. It's so far away. <laughs> How did he get over there? I I guess he swam. I, I'm not sure. Oh, that would make sense. There's a lot of water around this island. There's a lot of water, sir. Just know how fast you are in the air, so we thought that you and a couple of us can come check it out or something, or do you just want us to go? Uh, I have to meet with our guests. Why don't you give me a moment? He'll um he'll, he'll tell whoever he's talking to to keep an eye on the goings on around Ang's statue before he goes back into the food room <laughs> with his spirit companion to uh, talk to the others. Okay, uh, so you guys head inside. Uh, that guy runs off. 
to collect a couple other people. They all pull out their uh, their air defense glider uniforms and start trying to glide their way over. Uh, one of them falls into the water and swims the rest of the way. But you guys head, <laughs> you guys head inside the building. You, you guys head into the room. Uh, Jaeger, are you? I'm. What are the three of you guys doing? Because uh, Milo has been gone for a little bit. Eating. Trying to get a, a sip of that Jaeger. Could have just asked. I. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But... I passed the bottle. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and also look at the guy he invited. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> um, is there any drama uh, in this family that we should be knowing about? What family doesn't have drama? Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> Good question. The guy that's in the corner talking to the wall turns around and looks at you and he's like, uh, not, not a whole lot. You know, Janora comes here all the time. Iki... Uh, we don't see Rohan as much, but the whole family seems to be pretty good, uh, pretty, pretty well do. We're here talking Jeez. to you. I was. <laughs> I oh, were we? Oh, were you? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I thought you were talking uh, to me. Oh, I guess, I guess I heard someone else say my name and he stirs up uh, pensively into the distance. No, that was me, that was me, that was me. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that was his name? What is your name? I'm so sorry. My name's Kevin. What's yours? Andin. That again? Andin. 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 Nice to meet you, Andin. Oh, Bandon. Bandon. With a B. Like I'm sorry, in a band, but with an N at the end. Andin. B as in... B as in... <laughs> it's B as in Bravo. It's B as in Bravo. A as in Anthony. N as in Nathaniel. Uh, D as in... Uh, uh, Bandon. What are you asking me? Uh, I was asking you, uh, there is any drama in the family, uh, in this family. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot of trouble in the family. Like like I was saying, Janora's pretty cool, Iki's pretty cool. The two of them like going out uh, on their adventures all the time together. Uh, the one I deal with most is obviously General Milo, and he gives a very sturdy salute as Milo and Valhalla walk in in the middle of this. He's like, and uh, of course we've got the President Rohan, but we don't see him ever since he took office. Okay. Sir, do you need us? I've quite obviously brought the spirit that the White Lotus is looking for. He gestures to his cute little froggy companion. He waves and like, <laughs> hello! Yeah. You are so now, Toad. <laughs> uh... Uh, you see, you see, Milo and him are holding hands, and then, like, when you said he's cute, he quickly like puts his hand down. And is like, oh, I am a tough rock. Yeah, you are. <sighs> his eyes go wide. So we're here for the talking toad. Oh, I can. I am. Oh, sorry, I was confused by the by the fly. I can do much more than talk, good sir. He walks up to you, and he holds out his hand. Do I eat this, or...? <laughs> He's holding out his hand. Like, what do I do he, with this? He looks at his hand confusedly, and then looks at you and looks at the bottle of Jaeger, and he goes, Oh, oh, just, just touch my hand. Oh, okay. And I touch his hand. 
Jaeger, roll me a wisdom save. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> wisdom save, he from you. I got a 14. That's pretty good. Suddenly, the instant you touch his hand, your vision just flashes into different moments of your life all over the place. You're seeing moments when you were just a little kid practicing your firebending. You're seeing moments where you saw Freya and you getting ready to leave your uh, your clan. You're seeing moments of the rest of this group together. You're flashing through all these moments in your life and suddenly it kind of starts to slow down a little bit and you see uh, you see it more seriously and you're starting to focus in on a little bit more and you're starting to get the impression like this person's like this frog is like touching tapping into your memories and into your person before finally coming to the most optimum moment of what makes jaeger jaeger and it finally freezes and you suddenly open your eyes and you let go of his hand and it has literally for everyone else been a single just instant he just touched his touched his hand and then backed up but jaeger it felt like he was searching your mind for minutes on end finding you within yourself and he just smiles what who are you Valhalla. i imagine jaeger is probably in a very mixed emotional state Val Valhalla. 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 Milo like clears his throat audibly because he knows this can go back and forth forever. Don't you? <laughs> don't you? Is that a nickname we can call you? Uh, let's the call me Val. Don't you ever do that again? What'd you do to him? Just connected. What does that mean? He walks over to you, reaches out his hand, and is like, "Clear to find out." Absolutely not. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Come on, it's not that bad. And he looks over at Kevin. Okay, I'll touch his hand. All right, and he puts out his hand. Uh, leaning across the table for you to grab it because he's too lazy to walk around the whole table to get to your side. I'll walk around the table to meet him. Oh, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not that tall. <laughs> Shoot. You're all six foot giants up in here. Yeah, all of us, right? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh. right. You touch his hand, roll me a, a wisdom saving throw. Alright. Uh, that is a 12 plus 4, 16. Okay. Kevin, in a single instant, you suddenly start flashing through memories of your life. You're flashing through moments where you your your Santa Claus dad, Mike, has been sitting there trying to tell you, you know, instruct you to do some stuff at at the factory down in the southern water. Uh, tribe you see uh, you you broke something some people try to go and fix it he kind of like rushes you away and talks to you you also see in moments of when your mom was trying to teach you some healing uh, 
for you know your water bending healing magics and then you're also seeing moments where you are at the Koroshima island looking at all of the stuff that was built on that island just seeing just recollecting on all of the things that you read about Korra's history and Asami's history and all this other stuff you're flashing through to when you were in the library reading a whole lot of reading you're seeing moments of you and Vana in training uh, Vana trying to teach you a few things, but you already know, so she's a little, like, hesitant. You're also seeing moments when you flash over to the White Lotus, and you're seeing when you met the group for the first time. You're seeing Bay Long. You're seeing the moment when you're sitting there watching Yang and Jaeger fighting while on Iroh when Taro was uh, kidnapped. And all the stuff starts flashing through your head rapidly as if it's all happening at once, but you're able, because it's your memories, you can pinpoint these moments, but things start to slow down and things start to kind of narrow into focus. And you finally fall onto one specific moment in your life that defines Kevin as Kevin. And then you just snap right out of it. Whoa, that is amazing. What'd he do? What is it? Freedom Lucky showed me my man is like you know the drill. Am I gonna die? No. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna die anyways. Okay. <laughs> I got you back. I got my healing. I got my water scans. Yeah, it's not. It's not like I've touched everybody in this room, and they're all still alive. You know. Yeah, but like, okay. Anyways, um, she's gonna like rub her sweaty palms on her thighs. And grab the hand. <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> That's so fitting. Um, two plus one, three. <laughs> oh, I shout out to the three creed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Milo, you've been through this before you've connected with uh val and you've seen people connect with val you're seeing taro is hit the hardest out of all three of them even though this is just an instant you've seen it enough to know like the weight of this taro you are flashing through your memories but it seems much more thorough than jaeger or kevin when they were going through theirs to, you know, to you guys, it's just a single instant. To Taro, this doesn't feel like a few minutes. This feels like almost an hour of him combing through your memories very delicately. You're feel you're seeing the moments when you and Eva were heading off to go onto your missions together. Uh, you got you are seeing visions of Shao Kai, the city that you are from, and you are seeing the pale moonlight hanging high overhead when you're supposed to go on a mission with your mother and your sister. You are seeing the the total garbage of a person that you are supposed to protect between an exchange of weapons within this city walls because of your family line. You are also seeing the moments when you finally decided to leave because you were sick of being just a weapon used for other people and ran off. You're seeing moments all of a sudden flashing back to before then. You're seeing moments of when you were still young and your, your sister and your brother were 
also young, you know, your brother, of course, is the older one, and the two of you, you and your sister, are trying to gang up on him, but he's already established himself as a well-defined earthbender, and is able to swiftly and easily take you down. When this is happening, you're flashing forward to you training with Torque, and all the times that he's knocked you on your feet, but... What's different with Torque doing it compared to your brother is that Torque always reaches his hand out to help you back up. Your, your brother just kind of scoffs and walks away. You are seeing the moments with your father talking to other people about your family and the things that they need to take care of. You are seeing an execution that your father did to someone that betrayed your family and this was right in front of your eyes. You are seeing the walls of Bossing say while you are standing outside them during the middle of an exchange of, once again, weapons and control between two separate factions to where just at the very end the faction that you were dealing with did not pay up the way they were supposed to and your entire group that was with you just knocked them all out including your your brother was there your father was there your mother was not this time and neither was your sister that you remember that as your very first time going out on these expeditions you also remember finally going through the serpent's pass after just speaking with slick about what you need to do you remember going to omashu and speaking with someone there that you know, that you recognize and anybody else that may, may be seeing these memories would recognize too. You remember the conversation you had with Jaru in Taro's Tea in Omashu before that was moved to, to Bay Long. You are also remembering the first time you put on a pair of glasses and looked in the mirror and realized this is it. And things start to slow down even more into one final moment when Taro, when you were standing in the school, frozen at the paper for the White Lotus when it asks why you are wanting to join, and Torque saying, you're thinking too hard, Taro. The first thing that pops in your head while you're here, that's the answer. You're overthinking it. And suddenly, you wake yourself back up in front of Valahalaru with his hand out and you touching it. Because Craig can't even come in. Oh, now Craig comes in. Craig, you're a little late. Oh, Daddy Craig. Okay, so with Craig in now, uh, yeah, we will do our end credit thing and then talk to you a little bit, um, Chris, if that's okay. I could be talked at. I wanted to try to. I wanted to try to get like all of the episodes that would include you into one session, but I don't know if we would have time with Yang being gone for a half no, hour. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> Do not worry about it. Okay. Um, so, let's do our sign-off points, and this is probably, this episode's probably gonna be split into, like, four episodes, so there's only one episode that's gonna have it. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening to the end. You guys are all beautiful, you guys are all wonderful, and you guys are all cool when you're part of... We've already done that joke. Um, 
So does anybody have any shoutouts that they would like to plug in here? Actually, let's do our guest. Chris, is there anything that you want to plug? Anything that you listen to? Anything that you do? Anything that you want anybody else in the world to, to enjoy? Sure, I can have a less emotionally unstable info dump about my life. <laughs> yeah, <Please>. great. <laughs> um, let's see. So... Oh, you can make it just as emotional if you want. That's that's totally Ain't no on one you. got time for my problem. Like, I'm down for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, like I said, my name is Chris. I go by Critically Accursed. I play in the Eterna podcast as Riley Morheim, dashing swashbuckler. But I also have a I defunct YouTube it. channel that I used to do let's plays, and now I just upload streams occasionally, not that often. But it's just Critically Accursed. I'm also on Twitter. I love hearing from people on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at C Accursed, and I also have a Twitch where I sometimes do tabletop stuff, which I think is also like Twitch slash C Accursed. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for changing my name back. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was about time. You've suffered long enough with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So Jaeger, anything that you want to plug today? Um, I don't really have anything. <laughs> like, oh gosh. Like, I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't uploaded in over a year. So, if you want to go on a wild goose chase to try to find that, uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, What's the opposite of a plug? An anti-plug? An unplug? It's an anti-plug. <laughs> it, uh, it's an unplug, yeah. Another. It sounds like a Magic the Gathering thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm here on Dice Vendors. A fork. <laughs> I've figured it out. Don't, don't put a sock in a toaster. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, come on now, dude. Be cool. Keep I'm not light. telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying, if you like your house, just don't do it. Mm. So that's happening. Mm. Someone put some crusty old socks in the in the microwave. Why is the sock crusty? Because of all the bread in the toaster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Good. Oh, I was wondering yeah. where that was going because I had no idea where the sock <laughs> thing even came from. Yeah, let's get ready. Who, who even brought up? The I sock? was so confused. I said fork. Yeah. Alright, and uh, don't act like a sock that is all sweat, all sweat out. Like, like the stuffing sock you find in the in a in a nuclear zone down in the teenage room. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the sock conversation. Make it stop. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so Kevin, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, uh. Let's see, podcast-wise, I'm listening to, um, I, lately I'm listening to, um, Let's Talk About Miss Baby, uh, the podcast, which helps me, um, come up with new ideas that I use for my own dungeon, uh, my own dungeon game that, that I'm running, uh, and I love it, cause, um, she goes, like, um, she combines history and myths together, so you have a good idea on the, um, on the background of what's going on historically, actually reading the myths and actually going to the sources. 
That's pretty cool. Okay, and Taro. And she's Canadian. <laughs> oh, I love uh, I love Canadians, Canadians. I don't have anything. Oh my lord! So what I will do is I will eat up uh, Taro's uh, spoon, or what was it? Fork? You said was the opposite of a plug. <laughs> my fork. Okay. Spork. I will eat up the fork. Ooh, I will eat up the the plastic spork, the 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 KFC Popeyes plastic spork <laughs> that you get with those mashed potatoes that oh, are too damn good. Oh, yeah. And um, I will double plug Eterna. Um, yeah, I I said it in the beginning of the session. Riley Morheim is uh, is Chris, my favorite character of that show because he's just so fun to listen to and so entertaining and plays it so well uh shout out to sean this is like your fourth one man we gotta catch up on our don shout outs uh shout out to don um yeah i don't know where i was going with that eterna so watch it listen to it read it spell spell it uh, eat it I okay guess. spell it e-a-e-t Huh? What? And where can we find yep. it? Yeah. Everyone's everywhere. Yeah, A-E-Turna. All over the place. It's in it's in everybody's Including homes. Just say just just say Echo Play Eterna and it'll know exactly what you're talking about. Um so <laughs> <laughs> So does anybody know where they can find us? Let's go. We we did it so well in one of the episodes I just edited the other day. You can find us on... So they can find us on... You can find us on Apple Podcasts. At Dice Benders. Spotify. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. We have a Discord. Yeah, and join Facebook. the... Thank you, Taro, for doing them all in a solid run rather than waiting ten minutes to say this. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alright, our, our endings are getting very long, so let me just do the, the rest of it. Uh, just blow through it. Character classes were a Skeptic Frog creation. The avatar and the theme for Avatar was created by Brike. The music and sounds will be found in the show notes. And as always, everybody subscribe for more shenanigans. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Say bye, to, say bye to Craig. Burger King also has Spicy Chicken Juniors that are only a dollar. Mm. Okay, bye, yeah. Goodbye, Craig. Goodbye, Craig. Great. I learned so much today. <laughs> do you, do you, <laughs> you, you want to say bye, Craig? For no additional charge. My notes just keep growing. I've underlined <laughs> so many things. Birds are fake. <laughs> yes, that's at the front. Uh, all right. My notes all right. Back to the birds. <laughs> bye, Craig. British intelligence reporting devices. That's what it is. Yeah. What? That's what it is. Uh I thought I told you they are a poor man's chicken wing. You put that in the wrong chat, Frog. Why is Craig not leaving? <laughs> it wasn't working in the No, no, I put it in oh. Daddy Craig and it wasn't working. Craig, He's leave! Forever now. This is but awesome. I'm not recording the kick. Craig's like, but I'm not recording the channel. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs>
go away.